Happy Friday Sondheim lovers. This week's guests are Brenna Freer and Brody Fitzpatrick, here to give us the skinny on their very special Sondheim tribute review on May 27th. Their excitement is contagious, and I'm sure you'll be as keen to see the tribute as I am. On with the show. Okay. Oh my gosh, I've never done this intro with two names. I always get so nervous with one name. <sighs> okay, welcome, Brenna Freer and Brody Fitzpatrick to Sarnia Famous. Yay! Hello! Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, before I forget, we are going to play a game that was gifted to the show. It's a little icebreaker. Brent Wilkinson gifted it to the show for its first birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, Brenna, I'm going to get you to choose blue or red. I don't know why I forgot what color red, red was there for a second. I'll choose red. Red, okay. Um, yeah. um, 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 um. So essentially, I'm going to give you two options. You're going to choose one of the two. Both of you are going to give an answer. And uh, you're going to tell me why. Okay, so here are your two. Oh my gosh, here's your two options. One, would you? which one would you prefer? Do a dance every time you feel awkward. Or, <laughs> this is, okay, be always... Just a little bit too short to reach things. Which mm. one? <laughs> I feel like these were written about me. This is this is me in a nutshell. These two these two things. Brenna, do you want to start? I feel like I would. I feel already pretty small to be reaching things, but I feel like you could combat that with a very portable step stool. So that's probably my answer. It's very practical. <laughs> I like that. Right, right. Okay, mm-hmm. Brody. Yeah, I uh, I'd, I'd have to pick being a uh, sh- too short to reach anything, only because uh, I'm just at that height where. You, have you ever been in a shower where the shower just kind of goes on your chest instead of your head? N- no, that's that's not a really. Oh I've, my gosh, no. Yeah. That is a problem I've had in my life way too often. I would be perfectly okay being like a couple of inches shorter just to just to mitigate that a little bit. Fair enough. Um, Speaking from experience, because I am short, having tall people around soups handy. I have a very, Mm -hmm. very tall husband. Um, I just have to give him a look, and now he knows, oh, shrimpy short wife needs me to retrieve something (laughs) from a high place. And and do a dance. Like this, I don't know, I couldn't pick one, y'all, because they already exist in my life. Um, I feel like dancing would make the situation... A tad more awkward mm-hmm. depends on how committed you are i guess yeah and then it, it, yeah it gets the awkward out for me anyway it's not so much about how it dancing for me when i feel awkward is good for me but not anyone else around me if what you know whatever <laughs> happened wasn't that awkward i make it really awkward by doing some kind of weird movement with my body um th- that was a fun one Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank, thank you, Brent Wilkinson, yeah, for you, which one? Okay, kids. So, you guys, this I love this. You guys reached out to me um, to be on the show, which just so love that idea because you have a special concert coming up. So, why don't yes. we get right into that and you guys tell me all that you want to say about this upcoming event. Well, yeah, I mean, thank you for having us on the show, of course. And uh, 
So, uh, May 27th, 2023, we are doing the Sondheim Tribute Review. Uh, so what it is, is we are doing a concert of Stephen Sondheim's greatest hits, or, well, not greatest hits, more so just kind of our favorites and things like that. Um, Stephen Sondheim, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, very, very big, legendary Broadway composer and lyricist. Um, you know, a lot of his works uh, ended up being kind of big in the music theater canon, uh, and big being very uh, imperative there. Uh, oh, let me see. So Sondheim wrote shows like Into the Woods, uh, Sweeney Todd, Company, uh, Merrily We Roll Along. A lot of these shows ended up being very important to music theater and just to the, uh, the music theater community in general. And me personally, I've been a huge fan of Sondheim for at least since I was a teenager. And, you know, of course, I, I think everybody at some point heard about the Sweeney Todd movie that came out way back in, what, 2006? Something like that? Something around there, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's when I was first introduced into Sondheim, and of course I was the, uh, I was very into goth and emo and things back then, so it really attracted me, and then of course, uh, you know, after hearing the music and realizing that, you know, Sondheim is this musical genius, you know, you start listening to his other stuff and you start, that's actually kind of what set me on the path of music theater. I mean, that and some other stuff, but yeah, Sondheim in general has been a big influence on my career in general so someone told me I should put on a concert and this is what I'm doing and Brenna and I and Sandra are been practicing for the last couple geez when did we start two months three months at this ago point, yeah yeah so it's been a pretty wild ride so far and it's uh, a lot of really good stuff coming out of these rehearsals so we're really pumped to uh, put on this show um, of course, anybody interested in buying tickets, uh, they're available at Van Gusen in Sarnia, as well as The Bookkeeper, and they're only $20, so we're hoping a lot of people come out. It's just at the Sarnia Library Theatre, starts uh, doors at 7, and show starts at 7.30, and it should run about an hour and a half about there. But uh, yeah, no, we're really, really excited to be putting this on. It's uh, It's a real treat to... Well, as difficult as singing Sondheim is, it's a real treat to be putting on some of his work. How much were the tickets? Did you say that? Mm. Yeah, twenty dollars. Just twenty dollars. That's not bad at yeah. all. Okay. Yeah, just trying to trying to keep it to a reasonable level. I find, um, you know, with tickets to shows nowadays, it's like I don't, you know, one ticket is twenty dollars, but it's like hardly ever that anybody's going to a show alone. So, you know, trying to keep that in mind, trying to keep it affordable for the family and things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's the three of you, uh, the, just the three of you singing these songs together type deal? Uh, yeah, so we're performing solos and mm -hmm. duets mostly. Um, yeah, we got a couple of surprises for people as well, Ooh. so make sure you come to see that. Oh, I hate when people uh, say those kinds of things because then I'm like, I need to know right now what it is. Well, and that's why you got to come so you ah, can see what we're talking what about. What if I you can't? Know? Oh my god! <laughs> gonna look at my yeah. Um, okay. It'll be good though. It'll be really good. I'm. I'm. I mean, Brenna, I'm sure you, you. You're. You're in the same wavelength as mine. That once you start doing these songs and singing these songs, you know, it's just it's. It's. Uh, I don't know. Something special for sure. 
Absolutely. It's so much fun. It's a really, really, really great set of music we have. It's, it's a lot of our favorites. I'm hoping it's a lot of other people's favorites as well. And the theater nerds are definitely going to appreciate what we're putting into it. Because you can tell it's, it's made with love. It really is. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brenna, what, what is your favorite song that you guys are singing? Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's so hard. There's some really wicked uh, numbers that we have going. My personal favorite. Oh man, I'm falling in love with uh, a show that Brody introduced me to. Because there are some songs that I had never, or shows that I had never even heard of um, when we first started this. But there's Sunday in the Park with George. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful, oh. beautiful musical, and I'm singing a song from it called "Everybody Loves Louie. And it's just so much fun. It's just a lot of fun. <laughs> Great song. Great song. So what what is it about it? It's 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 fun to sing, or is it the the content of the lyrics that are are enjoyable? Tell me a little bit more um, about that. Yeah, it's got a lot of fun um, character work in it. I find because she's making a decision between George, who is her partner, who she's torn between with Louis, who is probably the most uh, safe option for that character, Dot. Um, so that song is kind of her internal monologue of, I have this guy, and 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 her uh, debate. It's just a whole lot of fun, and it's a, got some really sweet melodies in it as well. Right on. So mm-hmm. it's, it's Rain and Men, but in musical theater format. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for Dot, very much so. <laughs> right on. So, so you, you guys are including a little bit of character work in there as well, or kind of keeping it more classically sung? Ooh. So there is ah th- this is this is a weird question for us just because um the con so we had to we we couldn't just put this on like we couldn't just be like hey we're singing songs from Sondheim we had to contact um, mm. a company called MTI which if anybody's been in any show ever you've probably done a show with MTI at some point um so their contract for this show in particular uh, basically states that we're only really allowed to sing the songs with like very little or any sort of dramatic intention. Um, yeah, super duper weird. But I mean, we're working with it. And I mean, at the same time, we're definitely making some, uh, what's the word for it? So, you creative know, decisions. Some, yeah, creative, creative decisions. decisions. It's a, it's a, That's it's what it is. It's an interesting dance between what on paper might look theatrical. I believe, is that the wording it used was theatrical? Yeah. So even props, like these are the questions we're having to ask, is props too far? Is But uh, I think we're making it work wonderfully. Oh yeah. We'll find yeah. all those a, loopholes. Yeah. That's and exactly I mean, it. <laughs> the music really does speak for itself. Mm. It is like the music itself is very, very... I mean, as far as music theater goes, I would definitely say that Sondheim's is the most interesting to listen to. And, you know, it's just, it's very pleasing at, at times where it's like, especially, uh, I find if you're if you're really into music and you, you, you know, you can understand p- certain parts of music, and even if you can't, I mean, there's just, uh, there's so many things that he does throughout his music that it's just like, wow, like, never never really thought about it that way or you know i didn't know that you could piece something like those two themes together like it's just it's yeah it, i think even without the you know theatrical intent or the dramatic intent the songs themselves are 
beautiful, beautiful, uh, absolutely astounding as far as music theater goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's been no. uh, part of the fun is getting to rip these songs apart and really see there's so many details that we're finding in the accompaniment, in different versions that we find, the details that Stephen Sondheim puts in these musical numbers. It's incredible, especially in the way that they talk to other numbers, um, either mm-hmm. within that same show or that might like even speak to other pieces he has done. Um, so in, yeah. in yeah. terms of little nods from one show to another type of deal. So if Very you're in the know and you've watched a lot of his shows, then you would catch those little nuggets of connection is that kind of the idea yeah yeah no there are definitely parts that, like there are definitely parts of other songs from other shows that mm. going back to some of the shows that i've known before it's like wow like you can definitely see the the progression the journey that he had with you know those particular melodies or those particular chord uh. structures and things like that like it's yeah like i said it's just very very interesting you know and like one thing um talking about everybody loves louis for a second there there is one part of that song and i think this is the reason we picked it was um one of the lyrics in that song talks about you know she's talking about picking between oh you know there's george's in the world and there are louis in the world and then she goes on further to say that it's like well there are louis but there's really only george and it's very specific that she singularizes his name there and it's just it's very interesting because I mean if I mean spoilers for Sunday in the Park with George but they they do not end up together and even though they don't end up together I would still say they are a huge power couple in music theater canon like Dot and George have such a complex and interesting relationship with each other that you know it's and and he does it with just those small amount of lyrics being like there are Louis but there's really only George. And she doesn't go with the George. She goes with the Louis. In the she end. does end up going with the Louis, yeah. Because he's the safe choice. Was that what I'm I'm hearing? Yep. God. Yes. Well, yes. There's a lot of factors again. It's yeah. very intricate in the. Now you're gonna want to go. Obviously, and find, uh, I need to see this musical. Very much yeah. so. Um, if you if you haven't watched Sunday in the Park with George yet. I highly recommend any artist, any any sort of art, any like artist, I'm talking music, yeah. visual art, anything like that. Sunday in the Park with George is such a great show to watch as an artist and to really absorb as an artist. You know, and there's a lot of great, uh, you know, you can go on YouTube and search it up and you'll find the original uh, Broadway version with uh, Mandy Patinkin and... Oh my Bernadette gosh, Peters. Bernadette Peters, thank you. I was like, geez. That was so cute. Um, you kids would finish each other's sentences. You're working together too much. <laughs> okay, carry on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Well, and of course, you can always look up uh, slime tutorials for anybody in the music theater business probably knows what I'm talking about. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, it's just, it's a, uh, it's a code word that if you Google that at the end of any show name, I mean, chances are you'll stumble onto something. Yes. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> we'll leave that to the imagination. Uh, yeah. So are you are you both uh, vocalists and musicians, or, or all three of you? Sorry, I keep forgetting that Sandra couldn't be with us today um, just because of scheduling with, with uh, what do you call that? Tarzan. Tarzan, thank you. Thank you. Yes, Very Tarzan. good at that, Brandon. Like just I'm jumping in here. to people's brains <laughs> and helping them with the words. Um, 
but yeah so are all three of you vocalists musicians how does that work yeah so yeah. brenna i mean you oh, wait, you went to western the, right yeah so i went to western and i uh studied vocal music there i also studied some instrumental music because i was originally doing an instrumental uh teaching stream um so i play a lot of wind instruments is kind of my jam vocal music i can touch a piano and not completely bug it up but i wouldn't say i'm a pianist <laughs> um but yeah, uh, really a vocalist at heart. That's why I was so excited for this project. It's, I keep saying it over and over. I'm just excited to sing. That's, at the end of the day, it's what I love to do. Right on. So it is, for this particular show, it's purely the singing element. Yeah. Yes. Okay. For us, for Brody and myself anyway. Sandra, of course, mm -hmm. is the lovely, lovely pianist Okay. That she is. Okay, there we go. Right on. Well, I wouldn't count Sandra completely out of the uh, the vocal stuff. I mean, like I said, we got some surprises for sure. Does she know about this surprise, or is this also a little surprise for her? Uh, quote unquote uh, from Sandra. This was not my idea, but Brenna and I are beyond excited for those parts. Okay, so this is not my idea. It's gonna be great. Oh, it's gonna be so good. Oh, I cannot <laughs> wait for that. Yeah, and, and really, I am going to keep it a surprise, but for real, for real, come out and see this show. It's going to be, it really is, like, even just in rehearsal, it's so magical at times where it's just like, you have that moment where you hear the first couple chords of a song, and you're just like, oh, oh, sod, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So, uh, so is this the first time you guys have worked together on a project in general, all three of you? Uh, so no, uh, actually a couple months back in November, we, uh, that's actually how we all met really. I mean, we had all kind of heard each other before, but, mm -hmm. uh, we got into the same room with each other with, uh, Beauty and the Beast at the Imperial Theater. I played Cogsworth and Brenna, you played, uh, Madame de la Grande Bouche, if I'm pronouncing Indeed. that correctly. And then Sandra mm -hmm. was our accompanist and, uh, yeah, yeah. So we we got together and actually for this project what happened was uh sandra and i were doing music lessons together because you know as a as a performer it's always good to keep to keep yourself up to snuff and we got to talking and then one thing led to another and now we're doing this show together so yeah right on. so was there a particular moment that made you decide to proceed with this or pursue this project and did you know immediately that Sondheim was who you wanted to sing or was there some debate so during Beauty and the Beast it was our tech week that we were doing that and I do this thing with a lot of musicals that I'm in I, I've, I've been in so many at this point that I just I have kind of a routine that I do and one of the parts of the routine is I always have a cheat show uh, where you know I'm performing whatever show I'm in at the time, this one being Beauty and the Beast, I always have another musical just to listen to on, you know, Spotify and things like that to um, just to give myself a little bit of a break in the sense that it's like, you know, if you focus too hard on one part, part of music, it starts, you start to over-practice it and you start to overthink it. Uh, so my cheat show for Beauty and the Beast was Company by Stephen Sondheim and 
another really really great show and for me in particular it kind of speaks to me just because you know i'm i'm at about the same age as the main character bobby he he's just turning 35 i just turned 30 um and the whole show revolves around him uh as a young bachelor dealing with his married friends and their well he his as he calls them his crazy married friends who, who and they're just going through all sorts of crazy shenanigans together but a lot of very uh prolific songs uh came out of that show like uh being alive is probably one of the more well-known uh male solos and of course another great one uh getting married today uh one of the i would say the craziest patter songs of all time like just unbelievably fast, unbelievably stressful, and it, and I mean it, it, and that's the thing about Sondheim that's great is uh, one of the things he says is content dictates form, and so in this song, getting married today, uh, Amy, the character, well, Brenna, I mean, you're the one singing it. Um, Amy is really struggling with the idea that I have to marry this guy right now today, and I really don't want to do that. But at the same time, uh, you know, that's just what people do. People get married. People move forward in their life. So this entire song, she's having kind of like a panic attack, for <laughs> lack of a better word. And uh, it, you can really tell in the music, like just by the music alone, it's like you can feel the stress. You can feel the anxiety. Um, it's a great, great song. So with that, I mean, I started, uh, like I said, I was listening to Company and just, you know, loving it loving it loving it loving it and thinking about what my future career in theater would look like and that was kind of the moment where i said i want to do my own theater stuff i want to put on my own shows and at the time i didn't really land on sondheim just quite then but i always had the inkling in my head that i was like at some point i got to do a sondheim concert at some point i just got to sing this stuff just because it's so great and and you know and in this process of singing these songs you learn so much more about the music and yourself as a performer um yeah like it's just it's it's an unbelievable experience doing stuff like Sondheim and not to say that you know other music theater composers and lyricists aren't you know big and important but I would say Sondheim has a very special place in the music theater canon where there just really isn't any other composer like Sondheim. There's no one else who writes lyrics like Sondheim. And y'all um, just so, dig yeah. them. And that's cool, too. So I got to back up because mm -hmm. Brenna's singing this Wedding Day song. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, how are you going to sing it and not give away any theatrics? Because that... Like, oh my God, is that a struggle? Like, do you have to hold yourself still and like, no, do not do anything? Because it sounds like a really theatrical so, song. That's exactly the battle we've been having of trying to find that and dance on that line of like the, the contract, the black and white piece of paper that we have says, you know, less theatrical, you know, it wants to cut dialogue and cut these other parts. But as we dig into the music, this is music that begs like absolutely begs to be theatrical and have intention and really speaks to each character especially that song in particular um getting married today which is a beast 
of a song. Um, there is no, and I, I would argue there is no way to perform music without character and uh, um, theatricality, if you will. Yeah, like, okay, uh, is it part of the contract, like, what if, is it an addendum or something like that? Like, what if I am just a naturally expressive person and my face does this stuff and my body does this stuff? I can't control it. It's a part of who I am. Is that a loophole in this That's, whole thing? I, I, I have been taking that myself, right. yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. It, yeah, because how else do you approach this beautiful, wonderful music if not without you know all that theatricality and bringing the characters um and the words back to life exactly mm -hmm. otherwise it'd end up being very clinical and you wouldn't have the reaction from the audience that you would want um oh i'm yeah. very very curious because i'm just picturing like how could you hold yourself in such a way that you could still i'm sure it's it's easy enough to well for those of you who are talented in the musics easy enough to sing a song plainly but when you're connected to it and there is so much story, it would be challenging not to let that shine through. Hmm. Yeah, it's Beautiful. it's definitely a tough line to walk there. Uh, and that's the thing is I, I feel like they intentionally leave it ambiguous just so that it's like, yeah, if they really wanted to do something, I'm sure they could make an argument for pretty much anything. But I'm just at this point, especially with this contract, I'm just like, I'm just going to get up there and do my darndest, you know, I'm just going to do the best I can. If that involves me making crazy faces or maybe just moving around just a little bit, I swear, just a little bit MTI. Um, <laughs> Nothing serious. So be it. Nothing serious. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, my natural, like dancing awkwardly when things are awkward. It just yeah. happens. Yeah. You can't control it. You just can't. No. Um, so then, oh, I have so many questions. Every once in a while, the hamster get, gets going in my brain and my mouth can't keep up with it. Um, <laughs> so what do you think your next project will be? Will you guys work as a team again and tackle something different or maybe some new or different Songheim songs? Well, I know Brenna's got something coming up, right? Tell me. Oh, yes, yes, yes. My next, um, this is more of a, a different adventure that I'll be taking. I'm doing my first hand at uh, being a musical director Ooh. this summer with Sarnia Lampton Rebound's Act 2 program, which is a youth theater program that's been on hold since uh, every, the world shut down a couple of years ago, so it's coming back to life. There are multiple people who I you've done episodes with who have been a part of Act 2, uh, one of the founding creators, Richard Teske. Um, he founded Act 2 with uh, Michelle uh, Holbrook. Um, it's a really, really fantastic program where young people who might not have ever stepped on stage before, but they think that they might not ever step on the stage, get an opportunity to. Really creating equal opportunities for youth where they can do either on stage or backstage or any other form of involvement with theater. It's really kind of getting that toe in the door, especially with uh, young people. Awesome. Yeah, it's very good program. Very, very good program. I've seen a couple of the Rebound shows now, and yeah, it's always really fantastic work. And, and, and you know, just giving that opportunity to young artists mm -hmm. to be able to get up there and just do it, you know? And, that, and that's the thing is it's just... 
providing them the opportunity to grow their talent and to even just to to figure out like what do I want to do as an artist you know that's so 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 important just the yeah. space to explore it before they have to mm -hmm. make any official decisions that's lovely yeah. and what about yeah, yourself lovely. Brody what's coming up next uh, so uh, this productions the Sondheim Tribute Review it is the second production I'm doing under my theater company name which is the Revolution Theatre Company. And I'm saying it like that only because at this point I'm kind of like half and half on the name. Thinking about changing it, but it does have kind of a special place in my heart where, um, as I mentioned previously, like Sweeney Todd was kind of my entry into Sondheim, but uh, Les Miserables was actually my entry into music theatre. I saw a production of it when I was in grade 8. Oh my gosh, um, Sean Chapman actually played Marius in that. Um, it, it just it changed my life. I was 13 and I had never seen anything like that before in my entire life. So, um, of course, the big theme of Les Mis is revolution and you know fighting against fighting against the powers that be. Um, so yeah, I I with that name in mind, uh, my next projects uh, are going to involve potentially just. I'm thinking of doing a couple more concerts. I potentially want to start doing theater seasons if I can. Um, my big thing with this company is that um, as a performer, I, you know, I, I like to spend time with my art, um, but unfortunately real life definitely gets in the way of that quite a bit. Uh, real life meaning mostly just bills and money and things like that. So my big mandate with this uh, company in particular is that if you are involved in one of my productions you are compensated regardless so it doesn't matter if you're a you know just the usher backstage lead you are compensated properly for your performance uh, and that involves you know a portion of the ticket sales uh, as well as any other monetary things that might be agreed upon for but my main idea is that if you are in my show you should have something to show for it besides just the performance. Um, you know, people spend a lot, a lot of time doing theater stuff. And I mean, I've been doing music theater for, oh my gosh, uh, 16 years now. And the amount of hours and time that I've put into each production individually at this point, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I, I have thousands and thousands and thousands of hours. Um, so I want to recognize that time spent on these productions and really make sure that people are you know not put out by it you know doing productions uh you know it's very typical in music theater and theater in community theater just to volunteer your time which is perfectly fine i mean if you're if you're looking to perform and build your skills it's a great place to do it um on the other hand of that i do want to do this as my full-time career uh, i do want to do this as my my main gig so I'm hoping that by providing compensation to people in the form of like percentages of the ticket sales and things like that, I'm hoping to incentivize some really great productions to come out of Sarnia. I think there is a lot of talent in Sarnia, mm -hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot of talent in Sarnia that, you know, if we were given more time to do things and if we were really able to dedicate ourselves fully to the art 
I think that's where you get amazing productions and you get those shows that people walk away from going, oh my gosh, that was amazing. So lots of big things coming up for uh, for Re- Revolution Theatre. Did I do it right or no? I think I did it completely <laughs> yeah. different. The Revolution Theatre <laughs> I just company. came up just... with uh, something there. I think um, just hearing both of you talk, I definitely, if you're open to it, would love to do a, a separate episode with each of you to talk more about your individual experience. Um, yeah. If you're open for it, it would be yeah, pretty course. cool because you both have a lot of great things to say about theater in general and uh, your experience as well. I am going to do my darndest to be at this show. I love that it's being held at the, it was at the library, yeah? That's the venue? Yep, yep. Sarnia Library Theater. Uh, yep, just upstairs. Super rad. It's a lovely, I've been to a talk there. It's a great space. Um, yeah, I think that uh, that's an excellent place to cap today's meeting. Unless there's any other details about your upcoming event that you want to add. Um, trying to think of something. Um, yeah, just keep an eye out on our Facebook event page. Uh, we'll be posting updates there quite a bit. You can read all of our bios and information, and of course, um, if anybody's interested in sponsoring our show and helping us financially, uh, there are links to our, oh, and I know I'm going to pronounce this wrong. It's Ko-Fi. It's K-O hyphen F-I. Uh, yeah, coffee. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, if you want to visit that and sponsor us, that would be fantastic. We would appreciate the support so, so much. Yeah, and of course, definitely come out to see the show. It's going to be great. Okay, this was fun. Thank you so much for being my my time. guinea pigs with my new setup and my. <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you. It's lovely that nothing happened. Knock on wood. Um, and I wasn't no. sitting here in a complete state of panic, waiting for um, my computer to crash. And seeing your enthusiasm, you guys, about this show, um, I hope it's not lost in the recording. You're both so bright-eyed and genuinely invested in it. I, I can feel it, and I'm excited for you. And I hope this is just the start of more exciting stuff like this. So yeah. thank you so much mm-hmm. for being here today. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. This is awesome. Well, it's been great. Okay, well, uh, talk to you again soon. Have a good afternoon. Okay, bye. 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 Thank you, bye. Okay, kids, that's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.